Hello, and welcome to the Brutal Iron Gym Podcast, where our goal is to cut through the BS and deliver the brutal truth about topics related to health and happiness. Today's podcast number 1875, the topic is training, and the title is Methods to Increase Workout Focus. One of my clients is struggling with this concept, so she's struggling to stay focused in her workouts. One of the main reasons for her is that she's going through a lot of transitions in life. She's changing over to a new job. She has some other things happening in her personal life, and she's just having a hard time once she starts the workout to stay focused in the workout. She either thinks of a million things she has to do while she's trying to work out, or the pressure of what she has to do kind of adds up and she ends up cutting her workouts short, or just kind of cramming them in and not taking the rest period she should take. So we talked about specific for her, I gave her some tips on what she can do, but I want to share in today's podcast five tips that can help you stay mentally focused during your workouts. Tip number one is to prepare your mind. This was the big one for her, is when she wakes up, what was happening is she wakes up, she has she goes to the bathroom, gets something to drink, uh, kind of gets dressed, gets herself prepared, then she goes and trains. She has a home gym. So it's about 30 minutes or so before she gets in the gym. And what I encouraged her was, during those 30 minutes before you get in the gym, let's, let's loosely plan your day. What are one, two, or three big things you want to do in the day? What are one, two, or three small things? Can you write them down? Literally write them on paper or put them in your phone, like a note notepad in your phone. The key is, is we're going to have some stuff we want to accomplish throughout the day. If I think through it ahead of time and I put it on paper, whether that's digital paper <laughs> on your phone or physically on paper, it's then out of your mind. You don't have to try to remember it because it's literally on something now and you can just grab that something after the workout. So if it's on a piece of paper, I just put it on the paper, I go work out, I pick the paper back up and I'm right back where I am mentally. But if I offload it off my brain, I then don't have to think of it while I work out. So that was our big thing. So I said each day, try to pick one, two or three big things, one, two or three small things. So a small thing might be rescheduling a doctor's appointment. A big thing might be she wants to decorate the house for Christmas or rearrange, uh, clean out something in the garage. Uh, maybe she has to go do a community project or something, maybe do an interview for a job, whatever it might be. There might be big things. There might be like kind of smaller, medium things. So our goal was to, in the 30 minutes before the workout, pick up to three big things, up to three small things, write them down. And then when you're in the workout, you're done. Focus on the workout. And then after the workout, pick those, pick that paper back up, get back into the notes, and then think about that stuff. That can help a lot of people. A lot of people do uh, lose intensity in their training because they think of a million things they're supposed to be doing. So the more you can do that ahead of time, the better. Another option is to just have a notes function open in your phone. And literally, when you think of something, just write down one keyword reminder and then keep moving on with your workout. So if you are working out and you go, oh, crap, I was supposed to call the doctor and reschedule that appointment or have to cancel that appointment. Just have a notes function that says cancel appointment and then get back in your workout. So don't try to remember it because that'll keep your brain active on it. Get it out of your brain, get it on paper, get it on your phone, and then that can help reduce that mental load, that mental burden of trying to remember. Next thing you can do uh, to prepare your mind is just remind yourself of your whys. Like, why are you working out? And do it in a, like a tangible, personal way. 
So don't be like, I just want to be healthy. That doesn't matter. When it's 5.30 in the morning and you're tired and you'd rather sleep, being healthy doesn't matter. <laughs> so we want to remember any very personal reason. Why do I want to, why would I being healthy matter? I want to see my grandchildren. I want to be alive to see my grandchildren. That can be very helpful. You can also think, okay, I just I want to be leaner because I want to have more confidence when I talk to other people. I want to have more confidence at my job. I want to be stronger because I want to feel better about what my body can do. Uh, and again, probably going to go down to confidence <laughs> and self-worth. Just, just make it personal when you remind yourself of your why. Another way to prepare your mind is to listen to motivational speeches. You can listen to motivational speeches. I'll often do that rather than like starting music. When I work out in my headphones, I might listen to a couple minutes of a motivational speech. That can get me fired up. For other clients, we do deep breathing. They like breathing as a way of uh, kind of clearing their mind, getting them focused and centered on what they're supposed to be doing in that moment. We do four count breathing. So you would breathe in for a count of four, hold it for a count of four, breathe out for a count of four, and then hold the exhalation for a count of four. So you're going to go in one two, three, four, hold, one, two, three, four, out, one, two, three, four, hold, one, two, three, four, and then you're going to cycle back through. If you're counting to four and you're taking deep breaths where you're holding the breath in, you're holding the exhalation, that's going to bring your blood pressure down. That's going to bring your heart rate down. It's going to help you feel calmer and more centered and focused in that moment. So some clients, we do breathing techniques. Some clients do motivational messages. Some clients might just sit there and list their whys. Uh, whatever it is, you want to prepare your mind before you work out. The second tip we have is to set your environment. Make sure you're wearing clothing that is comfortable, whether that's tight clothes, medium clothes, loose clothes, whatever you find comfortable, make sure it's comfortable. If you're uncomfortable in your clothes, you will be aware of how you feel in your clothes rather than paying attention to the workout. <laughs> so make sure you're wearing something comfortable. If you can control the temperature, do that. If you train at a home gym and it's cold, wear some extra layers, get a heater uh, to start the workout, then peel the layers off. If you're cold, if you're hot, uh, wear less layers <laughs> and get a fan, uh, but try to control the temperature if you can. You can also have a drink ready. Make sure you have something to drink. Make sure you're not dehydrated. That can help you stay focused rather than thinking, oh man, I'm so thirsty. Make sure you have something ready. You know, have that as a normal routine when you're grabbing your gym equipment. You also grab something to drink. You can also have good music. You can listen to an audiobook. You just want to make sure that the environment of your workout helps you stay motivated and focused. The third tip is to use your rest periods. You can videotape yourself, you can record yourself working out, and then in your rest periods you can actually watch the film and kind of see, okay, what did I do right, what did I do wrong, what can I focus on in the next set. If you want to learn more about how to judge your own uh, videos, how to review your own videos, you can list the podcast 1,679. It's a Q&A podcast titled, Why Are There So Many Cameras in My Gym? Filming Yourself. So we talk about the benefits of filming yourself and then what to look for uh, when you're watching those videos in review. You can also track uh, you know, your training in a journal. Write down the exercise name, the number of sets you're doing, the reps, the weight. Something that helps you stay focused during your rest on what you're supposed to be doing. Uh, one of my clients also does a gratitude journal. 
So in between uh, their sets or in between workout exercises, they'll write down things that they're happy for. They work out three days a week. So since the last workout, what are some cool things that happened in their life? What are some happy moments? What were some things they were grateful for? And that... They said it helps them feel positive during the workout and they're excited to be there. They're excited to be putting in that effort and continuing to build themselves. So using your rest periods, whether it's filming yourself, whether it's doing a training journal or other kind of mental activities, that is very helpful to help you stay focused during the rests. That also bleeds into our fourth tip, which is control distractions. Uh, you can do this by setting rest timers. I do this quite often. If I have a day where I'm struggling to get in some work while also working out, I'll set uh, workout uh, rest time reminders, maybe two minutes or three minutes or something. And so I'll do a set, hit my timer for two minutes, and then I'll try to type up an answer to an email or a text message or uh, something that's on my to-do list. And then after the timer goes off, I go right back and do my next set, set the timer again. The timer reminds me not to get lost in the extra work, so it's not like five, six, seven, eight minute rest uh, where I didn't plan that. But those are days where I try not to do that on a regular basis, but some days I got a lot of work to do, I want to work out as well, and how in the world do I get both of them done? So that is one way I do it, is using rest timers. And that's very good also if you're um, you know, a social butterfly and you tend to talk too much. You can set rest timers and that can help uh, kind of keep you on track. We also want to avoid social media. Try not to get on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, all those things. They are set up to not have lulls. They are attention traps. If you start, you know, oh, you know, on Instagram, let me see what's on my home feed. 17 minutes later, you're still going to be looking at things. <laughs> uh, it is set up to where there is literally no downtime. It has your attention continuously. So you have to be very, very careful about social media and make sure you stay off that while you're working out. And then if you can control it, I know not everybody can, but if you can control, if your kids or an animal or a pet are a distraction, try to have them in a different room. If you have a spouse or significant other or somebody that can help, a family member, maybe, maybe they can watch the kids for a little bit, maybe they can watch the animal for a little bit, try to create some space in which you can focus on what you are doing. If you are trying to work out with small kids in the same room, it is not going to work well. You will be able to, quote unquote, get it done. You will cross some things off the list for the day, but you will not be giving full attention to what you're doing. So if you're doing very technical lifts like Olympic lifts or squat bench deadlift, things like that, you, you're just you're not going to make great progress. You will not make great technic, technique progress if you have to watch kids while you also train. It's just, it's tough. Have people done it? Absolutely, I'm sure. But are there more people that probably suffer from trying to do it and they don't do it well? Yes. <laughs> uh, a lot of people are going to wonder why they haven't been able to make faster progress with technique development. But if your mind is always, you know, displaced from what you're doing, because you're watching after an animal or a kid, and you're just getting the lift in, you're not actually paying attention to individual cues. You're not thinking between sets. What should you do going into the next set? If you're not focused, you're just not going to make great progress. So if you can't control it, if you have distracting kids or animals, try to have them out of the uh, workout space. So that way you can have better focus and better attention. 
The last tip we have is to just do the work. <laughs> so even if you can't get any of the previous things we've talked about in place, you still have to do the work. You still have to show up. You still have to put in the efforts. You still have to push your body to make progressive adaptations to change, to grow. So no matter what, no matter whether you're prepared mentally or not, whether you have a good environment or not, whether you're using rest periods or not, whether you're controlling distractions or not, you still got to get to work in. I just had a client text me this morning that they got to the gym, they were super excited and ready to do their squats, and they realized they forgot their squat shoes and their belt, I mean, in their knee sleeves. So they forgot squat shoes and their knee sleeves, and they said, hey, did it anyhow. <laughs> so I was happy for them. They sent me the message because they were proud of themselves because it was the heaviest they'd ever lifted without knee sleeves on. And they knew their technique was going to be a little bit off from squatting with flat feet rather than Olympic shoes. And they just wanted me to know, you know, if I watch the video, why in the world are they barefoot <laughs> when they normally squat in Olympic lifting shoes? So I was really happy for them. They showed up unprepared, but they freaking crushed it and did it anyhow. And that's exactly it. I had another client one time. We were doing, uh, trying to do an intense leg workout. And I... I encouraged them to push themselves on an exercise and they were fussy a little bit because they said that the music in the gym was just not cultivating a very good environment. You know, they're like, how in the world am I supposed to be intense to Britney Spears? And I remember I looked at them and I said, you're either strong or you're not. That was it. I just let it be awkwardly quiet after that. The client just nodded and then they just did the work. Because they knew what I meant. You're either strong or you're not. The music can help you, but it's your choice whether it hurts you. Right? If you have the right clothes, that can help you. But if you don't, it's your choice whether it hurts you. Often, the things that we believe are working against us. If we would just shut them out, and focus on what we can control, you're going to have a much better outcome than what you probably thought was possible. There are things that can help us, but it's our choice for things to hurt us. So find what you can control and what you can still do in whatever is happening around you. And just do the work. Show up, freaking crush it, do the work. Okay. Hopefully these tips were helpful. If you have any questions, if you need anything, just reach out. My email is brutalironjim at gmail.com. Right now we're offering free 15-minute consultations. So if you're interested in work with me, you can sign up for a free 15-minute consultation. It'd be nice to get to know you, what your goals are, what your struggles are, and then what we could do to overcome those. You can sign up by shooting me an email at brutalironjim at gmail.com. Or you can go to our website, learn a little bit more about me. Go to our one-on-one services page and you can sign up there as well. Cool. If you like the podcast, please share the podcast. If you like the podcast, please consider donating to support the podcast, which you can do on our website. Also, if you like the information we share in the podcast, you can find more from us on our social media channels. You can find us and follow us on Instagram and YouTube under the name Brutal Iron Jim. As always, I hope this was helpful, and thank you for listening.